Hey, this is Stuart Bitcoin Fi, the cross section between financial independence and Bitcoin. And in episode 35, I talked about being your own bank and escaping from Celsius. There has continued to be some mudslinging on Twitter. And today I wanted to go over and try to make sure that I'm sharing both sides of what's going on between Alex Mashinsky's Celsius and Corey Clipston's Swan Bitcoin, two different exchanges. And I kind of was sharing how Corey was saying all of this stuff about Celsius, basically trying to show some evidence that Celsius is possibly struggling financially and seems really shady. And while I tend to agree with him, you know, I had a conversation in one of the Facebook groups with someone that's very uh, into all this stuff, very knowledgeable. And he kind of listened to the my last episode and he said, you know, you seem very biased. And yes, I am biased. Um, so I'm going to try to just explain my viewpoint a little bit. Um, there's this other account I follow called Plan C. And he retreated something from this guy that said, you know, seems like Swan Bitcoin should focus on their declining numbers instead of FUDing Celsius Network. Now, FUD stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And I could do a whole nother podcast on just FUD itself. But anyway, he's saying that Swan should focus on his declining numbers instead of flooding Celsius Network, a much better and stronger company. And basically what it shows is it seems like Celsius is still showing up really strong in Google search and Swan Bitcoin is like declining in Google search. Basically, he's saying like Corey Clipston is stirring up all this trouble with Celsius to scare people off of Celsius. And if you're on Celsius, you're going to be like, okay, well, where do I go? Um, do I go back to Coinbase? Well, well Corey Clipston is saying this. So maybe I should try Swan. Or where do I go? And I mean, it just seems like if you happen to believe Corey Clipston, then maybe you are thinking, well, I just need to go to Swan or something. So anyway, there's basically this chart that shows their search volume. And it doesn't look all that good for uh, Swan Bitcoin. So kind of interesting seeing that. And then there is this whole other thing, well, and so Plan C also put out this statement, you know, he's just a on-chain analyst, so he's looking at all this Bitcoin data, he's looking on the blockchain, he's looking at transactions, the size of the transactions, buying and selling, where the limit orders are, um, derivatives, the macro, everything, correlation with the NASDAQ, he's looking at all this kind of incredible amount of data and trying to like give you a guide on what he thinks the price will do in the short and long term uh, just kind of where things are going on a daily or weekly basis so he puts out this thing saying you know waiting for Corey Clipston to publicly retract his false statement about invest answers being on Celsius Network's payroll today James clearly stated that is not true so uh, there's this guy named James. He runs Invest Answers, which is a YouTube channel. And, you know, Corey was basically saying that Invest Answers must be on their payroll because of what they're saying about Celsius. And apparently that's not true. So Plancy continues saying, It must be a weird feeling inside consciously knowing you are disseminating made up lies about a competing business just to promote your own business or investment. So. Corey Clipston, Mike Alfred, and Max Kaiser are all Swan investors, and all three have been spreading this stuff about Celsius and how it's in trouble, right? 
but the one is the founder of the company and then the other two are these investors and they're spreading all this negative information and kind of going back and forth and really what's the truth i don't know we don't have access to celsius's financials we don't have access to swan bitcoin's financials i don't know but Corey clipston once he found out that this guy this youtuber uh, james at invest answers is not on their payroll he took down that accusation and plan c gives him respect for that so then he continues saying however what would be even better moving forward would be to not make speculative false claims about another competing business without definitive evidence to back up your claims, which makes sense to me, you know, and time will reveal the truth. Like I said before, I truly hope that Celsius does not blow up because that would hurt a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, as I become more of a Bitcoin maximalist, when exchanges like Coinbase and Celsius start adding coin after coin after coin, you know, they make their money off of your trading fees. And as I've said before, all of the altcoins kind of dilute themselves against Bitcoin. Bitcoin is still just as dominant as it was in 2017 against 10 times less coins. Now there's so much more competition, but it's still super dominant. And so it just makes me uh, just feel bad for people because all these alternative coins tend to trend towards zero um, yes, some people make insane amounts of money on the way up if they choose the right coin at the right time, but usually by the time a coin is hitting Coinbase or Celsius or Gemini, um, you know, you've missed it pretty much. They kind of tend to go down. They call it the Coinbase effect. When a new coin hits Coinbase, that coin is probably already peaked and they, I mean, I've seen it myself because I take these quizzes whenever a new coin hits Coinbase. They will often do like a, a little education on it and you'll earn three bucks in that coin. Most of my coins, like I've done this at least 50 times and, and like I can't even sell it because the minimum fee on Coinbase is a dollar and I got three dollars of this coin, but now it's 84 cents. So I can't even sell it. Um, most of the things I've learned about the tokens that I've learned about through Coinbase learn or earn or whatever they call it. Um, They've gone down from the $3. I definitely don't have $3 in almost all of the tokens that they have done. And then I just recently decided, well, I'm going to sell all of this uh, $3 coins or $2 coins. Um, I'm going to pay them a dollar. I'm going to get a dollar. I'm going to cash it out because I'd rather have the cash right now. Um, the alternative would be to buy more Bitcoin with it. So anyway, like I was doing this last night. I uh, just took the quiz about Eternity. On Coinbase earned and I did it on my phone and I did it on my wife's phone on her account and I literally got the three dollars and then I sold it I paid him a 99 cents and I cashed out a buck 99 so I just made um, four dollars off of Coinbase and I bet you that coin is still going down against Bitcoin so anyway you know there is this other thread that I saw that basically accuses Swan Bitcoin of being a Ponzi because there's this Swan force which I am a part of I am an affiliate of Swan, so whenever anyone uses my Swan link, I get $10, they get $10. You don't even have to buy anything, I don't think. But, you know, Swan Bitcoin, from what I understand, has a 2% fee. Like, if you buy $100 of Bitcoin on Coinbase, you're going to pay a 3% fee. Everything on Coinbase is, I think, at least a 3% fee, if not more. 
uh, with the minimum fee being a dollar. So if you're buying $10 of Bitcoin on Coinbase, you're paying 10%. Um, you will only get $9 of Bitcoin. So huge fees on Coinbase, and that's how they make their money. Now, Swan, I think, is just a 1.99% fee, which is way less. Now, some of that fee that they gather gets paid out. Like if I refer you and you're buying, I will collect some of the fees. I will get some of the middle of that transaction. And some will go to Swan and a little bit will go to me over time as you buy on Swan over the next year, I think. So basically there is this random guy saying how Swan Bitcoin is like a Ponzi because you know they're taking all the fees, but they don't pay you out if you're part of Swan Force for like 30 days and they just keep that money. And then you finally get your money, but it's all just like a Ponzi. It's like a pyramid scheme of just referrals. So I don't know how I feel about it. Um, to me, it seems like a reasonable business model because the more people get into Bitcoin, the more people go to a reputable exchange that keeps your coins safe, the better that is for the whole Bitcoin network. Now, Swan Bitcoin does not have a sell button. So when you buy on Swan, be aware, if you want to sell, you have to go somewhere else. What they want you to do is take it into cold storage on a ledger or Trezor or something like that, which is a level that most people haven't gotten to. I've been in crypto pretty much for five years, and I just barely got into self-custody uh, cold storage. And I would imagine some people still don't know what I'm talking about. I'll try to have a more in-depth um, basics on self-custody and cold storage in the near future. Anyway... My point is I think that, that Swan Bitcoin is not a Ponzi. Uh, just from what I understand, Swan Bitcoin is just like Coinbase, except with lower fees, and they only take Bitcoin. That's it. They have no sell button. They have nothing fancy. But then the other thing about Swan is they are just totally focused on education. They have a daily substack if you want to get on and get the daily Bitcoin. If you want to read some ebooks, I think they've sent me two ebooks already. And I've read part of one and I'm working my way through, but so far it's been great. And I think that's really what we need in the space. I think we need reasonable fees. I think we need education. And I think we need most new folks to focus on Bitcoin instead of getting burned on all these alternative coins that just go way down in comparison to Bitcoin. So, I don't know. I, I respect the space that Swan takes in this whole ecosystem. And I do tend to side with them. I still have a tiny bit of stuff on Celsius, and so hopefully they don't go bust and I lose it, and hopefully they continue to operate normally. So, that's, that's what I hope. But I did just find all the, the drama on Twitter kind of interesting and wanted to talk through those ideas. Now, here's one other thought is you can get even cheaper fees than Swan Bitcoin. Like, where am I most likely to go? If I had to put where I would buy Bitcoin in order, I would probably buy on Strike because they have no fee and their spread is 0 0.03, I think. So it's extremely tiny fee. That's the best bang for your buck anywhere for Bitcoin. Strike. So they're my number one. My number two would probably be Swan. But limit orders on Coinbase Pro are pretty cheap. So that might be my second spot. And my third would be just Swan. And fourth would be like normal 
Coinbase or Celsius or Gemini. I guess the only other place I do buy currently is with Choice IRA. I've just been kind of stacking in my Roth IRA that I have set up with them. So, and they have a 1% fee on every transaction and then a 1% annual fee on the total value of the account. So, kind of a big fee. But uh but they also do Blinko and give you some Bitcoin every day which possibly can offset all that or most of it at least. Okay, well, anyway, that's all I had for today was just kind of closing the loop on some of that drama and where I stand on Swan versus Celsius and where you want to go if you want to get the cheapest Bitcoin. Probably strike. All right, with that, remember, financial independence is doable, and I will be back with you soon.